Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host and bestie. That's right. You are the co-host and the bestie. Oh. You're the best bestie, Catherine. Oh, you're the best bestie. I know. (laughs) People are going, that. Yeah. I don't care. Let them. They're just jealous (laughs) that they don't have a bestie. Well. We're like as close as you could come to Siamese twins. (laughs) Yes, Kenny likes to say we're the cone heads, (laughs) and he makes that noise when we think of like, (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh, that's so funny to me. All right. Well, if you're just tuning in to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast, you've just uh, experienced how we go off track right away. <laughs> we just started the episode and boom, down into a rabbit trail. We need rails because we go off the rails quite often. Yeah. We need those bumper things when you bowl. I, yeah. I would bowl like that all the time if I could. <laughs> you know, they do yeah. it for the kids. But I say, let's uh, have a bowling league where we just put the bumper things up. I'll make it easy. Make it fun. Make oh, make it fun because it's no fun when the ball goes into the gutter every time. It's very disappointing. And yeah. then you, and that's the thing that's the most humiliating is you're standing up there, it's a little higher <laughs> than everything else. Your butt is facing everybody, and your ugly shoes. And then you have to pivot around with that failure, like, and you <laughs> have to <laughs> kind of <laughs> admit, Oh, I suck, <laughs> <laughs> and you have to face everybody. It's, it's terrible. Horrible. It's humiliating. It really is because you got your back to everybody. <laughs> I hate that. Do you see? And then you turn around. It's like, oh, I stink. Do you see what I mean? There we go. We go down another rabbit trail. <laughs> but that would be a bowling league that I would sign up for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that must be why they do those like theme bowling things where it's just goofy and funny. Right. Like turn around and close your eyes and yeah. roll it backwards. Or put on the disco lights and so yeah. you can't really see how bad you are. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the bowling shoes are so awful, and then they have your size on them, and if you got big feet like me, <laughs> you're like, oh, this is fun. I don't worry so much about how bad the shoes look, because everybody has to wear them. True. I just don't like wearing other people's <laughs> stank, and I put my foot in it. Ugh. Oh, one time, oh my gosh, I can't believe we're talking <laughs> One time. Ron and I took all five boys bowling. What? One time. Oh my. And I swear to you, <laughs> after we went bowling, that was the last time we did it. Pi- Once I can't even and done. That. Okay. And then everybody in our house got the flu. Everybody. <gasps> from, and it had to oh, be from the bowling. The bowling balls. The bowling balls. fingers in those goober. Oh. <sighs> it was, it was an experience. I'll bet. Anyway, let's get off of that subject. <laughs> I don't even know how we got on it. I don't either, but that's the fun of it. We didn't plan it. Like, oh. it's not in our notes. Yeah, I just remembered how we did. Okay. Um, this is episode number what? What number? 154. 154, people. This mm. is amazing. Yeah. Here we go. The psychology of gift giving is what we're talking about today. Yeah, and it's different than our episode, like, uh, four episodes ago, gift giving ideas. Right. That's this totally different. This is different, people. The psychology. We're coming up with new stuff. <laughs> We got an edge. <laughs> and um, if you're if you're still listening, if we haven't <laughs> lost you yet, <laughs> you can go back and listen to episode 150. Mm-hmm. And it is titled Gift Ideas for Christmas 2023. 
That's a great episode as well. And we talk about in that episode the origins of Christmas gifting, mm-hmm. you know, where it came from and such. Yep. This and- episode. And then we also do a little gift guide. Like we go over some good ideas for gifts that are not going to break the bank. That Super ideas. Yeah, it was Always. fun. Yeah, and we, and we talked about probably something totally random <laughs> because we do. But this time we found this um, concept of the psychology of gift giving. Yeah. What's going on in the mind, in the psyche? Because I struggle myself with what do I get? Mm. You know, will they like it? Mm -hmm. I just toss it around in my brain. It marinates too long. I got a question for you. Yes. Do you buy into what we learned? Like, do you really believe? For this episode? Mm -hmm. 100% yes. Do you? 100%. Oh. I'm a little bit more like, yeah, I don't know. Well, here here are the takeaways, and we'll let you be the, mm-hmm. the judge audience, humor consumers. We we always tell you, tr- we try to up front, if we can get to it, <laughs> the takeaways. If you listen all the way to the end, this is what you should get out of this episode. The three E's of gift giving. We're going to enlighten you to be a better gift giver. Mm-hmm. We're going to encourage you to lower the stress level. Oh. That is around gift giving. Yeah. Because everybody has a little level of stress. Of Even course. if you're just sitting there on your chair going, dink, order, dink, order. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love Amazon. Okay. So we're going to enlighten you to be a better gift giver. We're going to encourage you to lower the stress around gift giving. And then finally, we're going to entertain you with our own gift giving and receiving stories. Sweet. Like we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a call to action. So stay tuned for that. And as always, some scripture to encourage always all right Catherine. what say you enlighten our audience do we want to talk about our sponsors <gasps> yes that would be great mm-hmm. i forgot sorry we just gained two more sponsors did we say that in our last episode uh, we did not say wendy wendy is the most recent so welcome aboard wendy isn't jess the most recent no she was right before wendy oh okay jess was right before wendy and then Wendy. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah me so, too. Mm-hmm. And they, they signed up through Patreon. So they signed up to donate $5 a month to our mission. Yeah. And our mission and ministry is I feel to, like we're the Blues Brothers. I know. We're on a mission we're for on God. A, yeah, well, we literally are. <laughs> is to use this podcast because believe it or not, we've been doing this for three years now. Yeah. I can't believe it that yeah. that time has passed and we have 154 episodes now mm-hmm. and we have sponsors and uh, we give you nothing in return for your $5 donation. <laughs> we don't even mention the names anymore. Well, we can. Well, <laughs> we, we need to, though. All I right, would like well, to here and there. Let's mention them right let's, now. Let's do it. All yeah. right. Well, we're grateful for Wendy and Jess who just signed up. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you about who else is on this list. And if you want to join us, all you have to do is go to my website, tracydegraff.com. You can get there through comedythatsaves.com or you can just go to Patreon and put in Life Happens Laugh Anyway. All right. So we have Wendy Massett, our dear friend. We have Jess Johnson. We have Jessica Kruger, Katie DeGraff, Colleen Burns, Ursula D'Amico. Is that D'Amico. Right? D'Amico. That's a friend of Catherine's. Nancy Westman. And then we have Catherine Shipman. <laughs> Thank you, Catherine D. Shipman. We have Karen Stye, Janine Carstens. Ronald Muffin DeGraff. Mm-hmm. And do you know what Ron did for his contribution? He's so funny. He he gives the most out of all of our contributors. He you, does? I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, because you can put in whatever amount you want. I but know, it, but I didn't know he did. So here's what he did. $5.05. $5. Oh. <laughs> per month. He's such a jokester. <laughs> he is. Okay. And then we have Darlene Tatey, Courtney Zorrell, and Joan Custwin. 
all almost oh, all of these but gosh. one are our personal friends and family mm-hmm. and we love you yes we, we do. love you and appreciate you so much and then we also have a few people that have donated to our ministry just with a one-time gift mm-hmm. so um our friend linda sneed our friend Jackie Natalie, Gail. Uh, yep, Gail Bone, and then oh, I didn't know Jackie did. Yeah, she did at the when we did the craft fair. Oh, yeah, she gave me twenty dollars. Oh my gosh! She said this is for your ministry. That's awesome. I said thank you. Yeah, yeah, and then oh, and, oh, and also so did um, Sarah's mom. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. But no, I know. <laughs> Wait, I forgot her oh, name. I totally know it. And she's probably listening. Oh, okay, stop. absolutely, Bev. Bev, thank Bev. you. We Bev. love Bev. We love you, Bev. But we're, we're just getting old. <laughs> we are, and she listens all the time. I know, and I love it that she does. Yeah. So I hope you're still listening, Bev. Uh, so thank you. And then there was one more I was going to mention. So I mentioned Carla, right? Yeah, Ka- Carla from my high school, mm-hmm. and I mentioned uh, Linda, and I mentioned Gail, Gail. And we mentioned Bev. I thought there was one more. If there's anybody that we're forgetting, just send us more money and then we'll remember. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. You are funny. Oh, thank you for saying that. You know, remember when one of the episodes I was struggling to remember who it was that said to me, you guys sound like those two gals on Saturday Night Live that do the show. I'm just going to say it. The sweaty balls. <laughs> it was Sue Balthazar. Was it Sue yes. Balthazar? She brought it up again. Oh, my gosh. Her yeah. and her daughter, Phelan, oh. like, we're giggling. They're like, gosh, yeah. that is so you funny. Sound like? I, I think we do, too, because we sound like little ladies that yes. don't get out much. <laughs> Because that's what we are. We are going to taste it now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it tastes very good. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, are we ever going to get to this episode? Yeah. All right. We're done with the sponsors. If you want to donate. Oh, wait. We're not done just yet. Mm-hmm. We are in a campaign right now, my friends. Mm-hmm. We are doing an equipment upgrade. So for the first three years, this equipment was good enough. You know, we got what we got. Mm-hmm. But we are upgrading. We are purchasing new microphones, which we already have enough money for that. And those are already purchased and they're on their way, hopefully. Yes. So that that's done. And that we got a good sweet deal on them, too. So that was only $400. It should have been $800, but we got a half-price deal, like a Black Friday yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> so hopefully that'll all work out. But we're also wanting to add video to this podcast so yeah. that we can go and on. And I'm, I'm getting to warm up to that idea. And excuse me, I'm so sorry. I have to answer oh, this text do. from my husband. It's that time of year. What is he saying? Or in this very busy time of year. He's at Meyer and he needs to know if I need anything. And I really do because I have no time to get what are those things that you put on top of the <laughs> green bean casserole the oh, fried onions yeah yeah the is crunchy, that what they they're crunchy they're not onions called that. well let me google it i'm so I think, sorry f- i listeners. think they are called fried onions french yeah french fried, fried onions onions for the green bean casserole do you have to make that for things i have Christmas? to make it yeah that is exactly no what they're called they're called crispy fried onions or french fried onions he'll know what it is because he eats a green bean casserole yeah uh, Catherine is going to this wonderful event that in her family, they call it Thanks Christmas. Mm-hmm. And her her cousin, Christy, is, I just love Christy. I know. Christy, if you listen to our podcast, you'll be blessed because you'll hear us talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's got the gift of hospitality. We were sure talking does. about that earlier. And she's hosting and she's got a lot of stress going on right now. Mm-hmm. So prayers up for Christy and for health of the elders in her family yes. who are really struggling and right now. And Christy herself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's battling it out. All right. Yep. All right. Let's get to the episode. Are we ready? Yes. All right. I think we're like 15 minutes in. Let's do it. 
Wait, well, almost. Yeah. Okay, episode number 154, The Psychology of Gift Giving. Catherine, enlighten our mm. listeners. Tell me what you've learned about the psychology of gift giving. Well, we were watching this video that you sent over. I did. And what it what this research study has found that there is uh, a great joy in gift giving, which we, we kind of always have known that, but there's like actual um, physical evidence when they test the brain with an MRI, I think it is, mm-hmm. when someone gives somebody a gift. So we kind of learned about that. And we learned about um, that there are people who give in um, like a reciprocal way. Wait, how is it called again? It's, it's called like the, it's like the law of reciprocity. Yeah. And, and so it. like... <laughs> Take it away, Tracy. Because <laughs> I, I, okay, I had a confession. I read this while waiting to go into physical therapy. And then my f- therapist calls me and she's like, hey, are you nearby? I think I see your car. You could come in early. <laughs> so that I was like, oh, okay, I'm going in. And th- th- that was the end of my research. That was the end of it. Yeah. Well, the, the, the theory of, of the law of reciprocity is that if I give you something, mm-hmm. I'm giving you like a, a piece of me, like I love you and I care about you mm-hmm. and I want to share this wonderful thing with you. And so even though I'm giving the gift, I'm receiving a blessing in return. Yeah. So it's right. reciprocal. You know, right. I give out, I spend money for it or I give time in making it or mm-hmm. searching for it or whatever. Yeah. But the feeling that I'm going to get because I'm giving it to you is the reciprocal part of that. Yeah. And isn't it too that there are those givers that give what they like and what they would love to share with somebody, with the recipient? And then there are those who give who really think that they know what the recipient would like and and they've taken cues on that sort of, you know, on that person's interests and things like that. But the studies have found that recipients I find this hard to believe prefer to receive what the giver would like to share like a piece of what the because they say there's like this bonding that goes between this transaction of the giver giving something that that person really likes and would like to share I don't know that I'm necessarily feeling that you know but I think it That's depends me. on your, it's obviously it's, it depends on your um, perspective. Yeah. It, because there are, you know, like there's a, a, a degree of mm, crazy that can be going on. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. Let's say, for example, that you are in a, in a relationship with someone who's a narcissist. Yeah. Okay. So right. if you're in that oh. setting, it's going to skew it. That is definitely going to skew it. It's going to skew it. Because the recipient's going to be like figures. Yeah, exactly. You didn't think of me at all. Right. So let's kind of take that out of the equation just for now. Yeah. And uh, the study that, that I looked at, they did say that the researchers were surprised to find out that receivers of the gift preferred the gifts that were given with the giver in mind rather than the recipient in mind. Mm-hmm. And you would think it would be the opposite. You would think. But I think. Well, okay, this is only one study. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so it's, yeah. it's. But they did study a lot of people. It's just a sample. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, um, one of the reasons that they said that, or, or theories that they feel that, you know, that that was the case is because 
people feel like the person that was giving it to them wanted to share that piece of their life with that person so much that that's why they gave it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Here's an example. Let's say that you read a book and it changes your life. Yeah. And you love it so much. Yeah. And you say, Tracy, I bought you this book because you're my bestie. Mm -hmm. And because I think it's going to change your life. But it better not be how to lose 20 pounds forever. <laughs> right. It, yeah, right. Finally. Exactly. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm going to tell you the truth. Christmas gift giving and exchanging and all of that, it has stressed me out forever. Oh, it really? really has. It has. I mean, with five wow. boys, my life, my, my adult life, mm-hmm. raising a big family has been a stress. I mean, the yeah. holidays were stressful. And so... We stripped it down many years ago, which I'm grateful for. I mean, at first, it was Ron's idea to just do like one gift per per kid. Mm-hmm. And when we only had a couple kids, it was like, we're pathetic. Look <laughs> at that Christmas tree. It's got two gifts under it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we sometimes do a couple gifts, but nothing extravagant. Mm-hmm. Just a little something, right? Yeah. And the stockings were always a can of Pringles because it took up a lot of space and it yes. was only a dollar. Yeah, yeah. Right. And a can of Coke and Pop-Tarts. Like these were all the things that were forbidden in our house because the kids would just fight over them mm-hmm. and stuff. But we would let them have it at Christmas. And then we would put in toothpaste and toothbrushes. Mm-hmm. And when they got older, deodorant oh, right. for sure. <laughs> And today, my five sons are all grown men, and they still like to get those things. You know, I you told me about this, and maybe it was even in our other podcast. Yeah, and um, somehow I got into this conversation with um, our friend Dee, and she was saying that she too gave essentials in the stockings, like toothbrush, toothpaste, and I was like, man, I it's just the way we roll you know like yeah. I never did that because I was buying them that kind of stuff anyways the way I looked at it and so <laughs> I'm not saying it was the smartest thing to do but we just put more gifts in there you yeah. know and yeah. I, I didn't like them to have candy so I didn't put candy in that much because of you know I was against that so it was more money and Kenny and I have always been suckers like <laughs> we're just like, like not super disciplined in that area of gift because we just are suckers <laughs> like, yeah. you know we would I would say every time I'd say okay this is the limit this is what we're spending and or Kenny would say it and we'd agree on it and then Christmas day comes and he's slipping something out from under the couch and it's like an iPhone yeah. <laughs> for the kids you know <laughs> like, you didn't tell me about that yeah and, He'll do that to this day. Like we were talking mm. about what we've spent on each kid. And he's like, oh, oh, <laughs> plus I ordered <laughs> something, you know, it's coming. And I'm like, Kenny, you're so weak. Yeah. And then so once you weak. do a little bit more for one, you feel like you have to make it even. Yeah. All right. Well, it it is tough. But yeah. But the point of the psychology behind it mm-hmm. is really it doesn't really matter if you are um, giving a gift with the person in mind or giving a gift with yourself in mind. The point of it is you're giving a gift. Yeah. So. And obviously, like, Kenny has a lot of joy in in giving. And mm-hmm. our, our kids do, too. I do have to say, they love giving good gifts. And, you know, you mentioned about it's been stressful. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just... I, I remember being stressed, like, when the kids were little, like, getting that that Elmo doll or oh. whatever it was that you know everybody had to have 
but it and I always felt like it was a fun stress though like it was a quest and it was a challenge and it was a treasure and it was a hunt yeah you know I don't know if they have those same kind of toy yeah, problems you know right. well I because I remember when Cabbage Patch dolls back mm-hmm. in the 80s yeah. were a hot item and super expensive and if you got a Cabbage Patch doll which I never did <laughs> And I have issues. You were too old for it by then. Because wasn't that the late 80s, early 90s? I was a late bloomer. (laughs) I wedded a doll. That's true. And then then there was that darn Tickle Me Elmo. Mm, mm -hmm. That was a a phase for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And then they would bring out the hot toy, you know, and they would have a limited supply. Yes. And they would... You know, make it where you'd it have there. to murder somebody to get it. Yeah. <laughs> now you don't have to do it. You do you remember that it. movie Jingle All the Way? Yes, I never knew how funny that was until oh. just a few years ago when we started expanding our Christmas selection I of movies to watch. I love that movie. Yes, it's funny. Arnold Schwarzenegger, yes. Tom Arnold, mm-hmm. and who's the the um, the is nemesis? It Tom yeah, Tom Arnold is in it. Oh. He's the neighbor across the street. Okay. Who, like, is flirting with the wife. Oh, yes. And then there's the... Is it um Sebastian? Oh, Sinbad. Sin- yeah, that's Sinbad. Sinbad is who him. I remembered. Yeah. yeah he's I like, barely remembered like Tom Arnold. Like the nemesis, you know. Yes. Oh, no, it was not Tom Arnold. I didn't Arnold. think it was. It was Phil Hartman. Yes. Phil Hartman. Yeah, I, Phil my, Hartman. My bad. Yeah, that's right. Oh, and Jim Belushi was in yeah, it. Yeah, I remember that, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that movie is really funny. Yeah, if you haven't watched Jingle All the Way, my friends... Mm-hmm get it yeah and watch it anyway it's about a quest of this dad last mm-hmm. minute to get this doll for his son and he's a busy dad and, and he's he always get letting it. his son down so he's got to get this yeah. superhero toy yeah and it's like the ultimate stress mm-hmm. in gift giving and receiving yeah and, and the wife is like i told you months ago to get that doll mm-hmm. you know or that toy whatever anyway um in this research that I had sent to you, I, I took a few notes um, when I was listening I'm to so the video. Glad. Oh, yeah, you're oh, welcome. <laughs> okay, here's, here's the first thing that several different researchers said. Just ask the person what they want. Yes. Just ask them. Now, speaking of that, my poor mother-in-law. So we're you and I are getting ready for this podcast to, to record. And we're, we're sitting in your front room and we're going over our outline, right? Mm-hmm. And I say, uh-oh, just a second. My mother-in-law texted me and she said for the third time. But she didn't, she didn't word it like that. She said, what is your Christmas list? Yeah. Because I'm really struggling what to tell her. She's... She's so wonderful. She always, you know, every year she insists on getting something. And I, you know, we, we're, we always tell her, you don't have to spend money on us. Yeah. But here's the thing. And I have learned this throughout the years. Mm-hmm. I stress her out more if I don't tell her what I want because she wants to give me a gift. Mm-hmm. And she wants to give me something that I, I'm not going to return or that I don't want. She wants... so. She wants me to receive from her what I would like. Mm-hmm. And it's too difficult for her to try to read my mind and to well, figure right. it out. So 
Um, but then I stress about, oh, well, the, the thing I want is 10 more dollars than what I think she spends. So then I go on this, this long ramp, uh, rant, like, well, if you have a coupon at this particular <laughs> store, or like I've told her in the past, if you buy it this week at Talbot's or Chico's, it's half the price, but I'm afraid that, uh, yeah, I just don't want her to spend too much. Okay. So there's that. So here's the thing. You know that your mother-in-law absolutely adores you. She loves you. Oh, and she I, does love me. She does. And I know that you adore her and love I her. Do. Yes. And from an outside perspective, just watching the relationship that you have with her mm-hmm. and that she has with Kenny and also with the grandkids and all, even the other siblings, because we're, our families are, we're enmeshed. I know. <laughs> I just snorted. Sorry. Yeah. And so we're oftentimes involved in the extended family celebrations and birthday parties and all of that. Mm-hmm. And so I've gotten to know Judy over the years. Yeah. She and I would feel the same way if I was her in terms of I absolutely love my family. Mm-hmm. And I have a daughter-in-law now mm-hmm. and I love her and I hope that I can be a good mother-in-law to her. So anyway, that yeah. aside, it's the relationship that you need to just really focus on. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah. just be happy about the relationship and you know like you know that she doesn't perceive that you're trying to take advantage of her by saying, I would like a $60 game. She, right. Yeah. I just, isn't that funny? Yeah. yeah I still is. to this day fret about that. Yeah. Like but I see, just, Judy wants to know what you want mm-hmm. and you're a little afraid to tell her what you want. Yeah. But you don't want, you don't want stuff that you don't want. And I don't want her to be stressed. So I said to you when when this was coming in, I said, oh, and I showed you the text. Yeah. Like, do you believe that this is what I'm getting right before we were about to talk about this? And so I ended up calling her and uh, we chatted for just a little bit. And she she assured me because I said, well, she told me she was at Kohl's because I, I can I could send I know my mother-in-law yeah. and I could tell when she's out. And yeah. I said, are you out shopping now? And she said, yeah. I said, where are you? She said, Kohl's. And I said, well there is this game that I would like to have, but it's, I think it's more than what you normally spend. She goes, don't worry about that. Just tell me what it is. <laughs> right. Because she wants to get it done, she, Catherine. Yeah, she did. She right. just wants to get it for you. Yeah. Okay. So just a few minutes before you came over today, I texted a few of my boys mm-hmm. and here's what I got from them. So one of my boys, my baby, um, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Let me find him. Okay. He's uh, 20. How old is he? 22? He's 23, isn't he? I don't no. know. 22. 22. He's 22 yeah. years old. And uh, I text him. I go, hey, Caleb, I'm doing my Christmas shopping. What do you need for your apartment that mm-hmm. you don't have right now? Because he just, just moved got, in yep. to his own apartment. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time he's living totally alone. Mm-hmm. He had lived with us, obviously, you know, from yeah. birth. <laughs> and then he moved in with his brother, Luke, my second born son, and he rented a room from him. Well, he didn't have to buy all the stuff that yeah. you have at a house because he was only in a room, right? Mm-hmm. So then I I gave him a few suggestions. Pots and pans, question mark. Vacuum, question mark. Broom, dust pan, bucket. He's probably like, what would I do with that? Yeah. <laughs> I said, Hang on it. And I gave him some ideas. I said, pizza maker. How about that? Or a garbage can, towels. And then I gave little praying hands. Like, please tell me what you want. And then he said, a vacuum would be nice. And I said, and it would suck. (laughs) And he said, wicked funny. Yeah. And then I went over to my Amazon um, little app Mm -hmm. and I ordered him a vacuum cleaner. 
And it's coming on Sunday. Bada bing. Done. Done. Okay. Then my other son, Luke, I had said, now Luke is my second born, right? Mm -hmm. And he does not like to give like a gift list. He just doesn't like it. Mm. And I get it. Mm -hmm. He feels like, you know, like. I thought you said that was Joel. It's both of them. Oh, it's both. Yeah. But, uh, but Joel, I have Valerie. Yeah, so she could speak and so for I, him. And so I have a workaround. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you, God. Okay, so Luke, I go, hey, son, hope you're having a wonderful Friday, because this is Friday yeah. that we're going. Okay, I'm doing my Christmas shopping, and I know you're not. Ha- I know you're happy with anything, but I would love to get you something to encourage you spiritually. So I had that thought in mind, like I would yeah. like to get him something that would grow, you know, add to his spiritual growth, whatever. I said a book, a new Bible, a resource, a subscription, mm-hmm. or maybe some gift cards for you to use with friends who encourage you spiritually. He he, you could take TJ out to lunch. <laughs> TJ's his friend that I know real well. Yeah. I said, is there anything you have in mind, a particular author, an audio book, headphones or earbuds so that while you're listening to something spiritual, you could think of your mother. <laughs> Let me know. Love you so much. And then he said, a new Bible sounds great. Thank you. Love oh, you. Nice. And then he goes, just not a giant Bible, LOL. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. That made me think of something. Back to about... Yeah. Um, Wanting to share something that you love and giving it as a gift to yeah. others. Okay, I was thinking how, you know, sometimes that could be good, sometimes not. And I was just thinking, oh, yeah, I had in mind to put some devotionals in each one of the kids' stockings, oh, nice. even though that is not something they would ask for and they might not even want it. But I feel moved to do, do it, it. because it yeah. is sharing something that is an absolute treasure to me and I know I can't force it on my kids but um do I it. love them yeah so yeah definitely do it don't let the devil tell you now not to the, do the, my Emily will hear this before hi uh, Emily yeah she'll hear this mm-hmm. beforehand but that's okay I think that you know our children they they want you know especially as they're young adults mm-hmm. they still want and need our expression of love our expression of passion our Our guidance yes and you know we're all about the christian mamas that's right we're not gonna change that i was listening to um you know the two gals that we sometimes listen to their their podcasts and uh the gal one of the the co-hosts she was saying how she was really sick and she was saying i got better because of and then her co-host Misty she she was like because I prayed for you and then <laughs> and then Amaryllis says well yeah she said but ain't nobody pray like my mama and she said my mama I don't know anybody who prays like my mama and yeah. I was like I want to be like that yeah and I think I am like that you are and by the way if you want to uh, know what that podcast yeah. is it's called on the dock doc and it's Misty and Amaryllis, and we love them, and they are hilarious. Yeah. They're Christian gals mm-hmm. from Alabama, Alabama, mm-hmm. and they they review documentaries. Yeah, and they remind us of a lot, like of us. like us, right? <laughs> so of course we love and them. And I, I um agree with them a hundred percent on their view. They're Baptists, and um, we're not, but we have the exact same biblical views. So yeah, I always agree when they start talking. Yeah, we can socialize with Baptists. <laughs> they're wet <laughs> they're a little wet behind the ears but we'll take it <laughs> oh they're still fun anyway um okay so we talked about let me look at my notes here we talked about the reci- reciprocal how do you say that 
I can't. Reciprocity. Yeah, reciprocity. reciprocity. We talked That's about right. that. Um, another we, thing that they talked about was regifting. re-gifting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now this is a subject. I, if, yeah, okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's what the research said. Mm. They said that most people have the idea that if you re-gift something that someone gave you, that the person is going to be upset. Yeah. Like it's tacky. Right. Mm-hmm. However, when someone gives you a gift... The idea is it's your gift. You do what you want with it. If you want to use it as a gift to somebody else, mm-hmm. then do that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so there's pros and cons. I think it really depends on the relationship. I do, too. And the thought. Yeah. I really think that, too. There's another Christmas movie that Ron and I just watched the other night mm-hmm. called Home for the Holidays. Oh, yes. Okay. Ron really likes that one. Ron loves that film. It was, I think it was made like in the 90s or something like that. It's set in Chicago. It's in a Puerto Rican family, mm-hmm. although some of them aren't Puerto Rican and they call them the Sorta Ricans. And it's so fun. There's a Sorta lot of humor. Rican. I love that. Yeah, there's a lot of humor in it. Well, um, Deborah Messing plays the daughter-in-law in this family, mm. and she gives this blouse to her mother-in-law for Christmas or for her birthday or something Mm -hmm. well the woman who works at the bodega uh, (laughs) is wearing it the woman who works there oh and so she knows (laughs) that the mother-in-law regifted the blouse yes yeah you know I think that regifting phrase I think that came from Seinfeld I think that's the first time that that was used at least in this big way yeah I think it was um Julia Dreyfus's character. Okay. I think. Anyway, just a little tidbit. Well, anyway, <clears throat> according to the scientific study that they did, in the end, they said regifting is okay. Don't worry about it. I really think it is. It's in it as it always comes down to it's the thought that counts. It is. It's so funny. My mom used to say that to me. She she and it was just a brush off thing, you yeah. know? And so I'm not I'm not um well I'm not trying to anyway, like give a dig on my mom but like she used to be like yeah isn't this great it's the thought that counts and we are feeling like, what thought <laughs> yeah relationships right it's right. just like woohoo this is great mm-hmm. all right so we had said in the beginning that we would enlighten you to be a better gift giver <laughs> hopefully <laughs> pull this one <laughs> well i think you'll be a better gift giver by just asking the person what do you want yes and, and listen right don't be afraid to ask yes. and you can give some suggestions that's why i read to the audience the text that i sent to two of my boys mm-hmm. okay here's what i have in mind something for your apartment here's some suggestions what on this list do you think appeals to you mm-hmm. boom vacuum done yeah here's what i here's what i have in mind something to grow you spiritually here's what i'm thinking what appeals to you boom bible done yeah and then of course like i said i have valerie yeah I'm just, and i just like, i just sent val a text and i said please send me your gift list I, I, it's it's so much easier for some people when when you just are um blunt and, and you know direct or whatever with it it's so funny. My daughter, Alice. Yeah. I, I swear. If she could, she'd send it in June. Yeah. She was. That's, she, how, that's how my Adam is. Yeah. She yeah. was the first one. I think it was actually October. And she sent a link to the whole family. <laughs> We've got this family thing. And she, and she sends the color, the size, everything. Yeah. You know what? She knows what she wants. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly how Adam is. So my son, Adam, who's mm-hmm. my fourth born, okay, he sent me the link to the exact thing. Mm-hmm. He wants a lunchbox. Does and, he? Yeah. And okay. he wants it to be a specific size and mm-hmm. a specific compartment where he can put his badge for work and whatever, I don't know, yeah. stuff he needs. Anyway, 
Now, here's a little twist on that. Like, let's say you ask your your family, what do you want? And they tell you. Mm-hmm. Well, now you have that idea. Now you can surprise them with something. Mm. Put something in the lunchbox. Right. So mm-hmm. you can put something in the lunchbox. Or yeah. you know how they all do those stickers now? I was going to say that to you. That they, they love to load them up with the stickers. Yeah, I, I'm going to get him a His big stickers. one that says, I love mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I think that's going to be perfect. That would be awesome. Um, or like, okay, okay, so here's an example. My daughter-in-law did send me her gift list Mm -hmm. for her and Joel they don't have very many Christmas decorations Mm -hmm. they just got married and they're they bought a house and they have this big house but not that many decorations Mm -hmm. so they would like some indoor or outdoor Mm -hmm. okay well guess what it's two weeks before Christmas yeah or or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. so one of the ways that I can surprise them is by sending it to them early so yeah. that they can put it out and enjoy it yeah. during the Christmas holiday right. rather than waiting for Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. Right. Um, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. And like, let's say, for example, Luke, he wants a Bible. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I do have to find out which version he wants. Mm. But if I can get it, you know, engraved with his name. Definitely. You know, then there's a little way to surprise him. Yes. Now with Caleb with the vacuum. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did think of something I could put on there. I, we have one of those cricket things. Catherine and I bought a cricket. Yeah, I was looking for it when we were in your kitchen. Where is it's it? It's in the closet. Oh, okay. Anyway, so I can print up on the cricket something like, um, hope hope this is the only thing in life that ever sucks. You know, something like that. <laughs> I love it. Love mom. Yeah. Merry Christmas. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Adding your own. So, little, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so ask them what they want mm-hmm. or at least get a general idea mm-hmm. so that you're not like shooting in the dark. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And then add your own little spin to it. That's, yeah, I did similar. We asked the kids what they want. I can't wait to give Emily this little extra thing that. Don't say it. She, in case she no, no, no. Okay. I'm not going to say. She didn't ask for it, but I'm certain she'll love it. Yeah. So And then do act on your. I'm going to call it the Holy Spirit. If the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit is moving you to share with your um, loved one, friend, child, parent, whatever, mm-hmm. something spiritual, do you it. You can't deny the Holy Spirit. Please don't. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see. I think that's all I had from the research. Yeah, I think so, too. We talked about the regifting. We talked about the psyche of, you know, receiving, giving. Mm-hmm. What goes on when you give? There was a, in that one article, there was a lot to say about what goes on in the brain when you're giving. Yeah. And also when you're receiving what you want or what you, um, when you feel loved and you feel like there was all this stuff about that too. It was really neat. It grows your connection as humans. You know, when we think about gifts and Christmas, sometimes we can get a little overwhelmed and stressed, right? Mm -hmm. But you and I were talking about this before we launched the the recording. I think about God. Mm-hmm. He's our creator. He gave us life. And gift is our life is called a gift. Yeah. We have mm-hmm. been given the gift of life. Yeah. And then even though humanity screwed it up, you know, because of sin mm-hmm. and we lost connection with God, he sent Jesus to reconnect us That's and right. Jesus was our gift. gift. Mm. He's the gift of the world mm-hmm. for salvation. Yeah. Yeah. From God. Mm-hmm. And it pleased God to do those things. Yes. In fact, when God created us, mm-hmm. preach he, it girl. He said, preach it. It is good. Yes. Right? He made man and he said, it's yes. good. And then he made made woman, woman and he said it's gooder. <laughs> he <laughs> said it's very good. <laughs> 
So it gives the father pleasure to give. To give. And, and we're created in his image. Ab- absolutely. Yes. And we're given at birth, we have, you know, our gifts, the gifting that he wires us with. Mm-hmm. And then when we use that gifting, as we talked about your cousin Christy with her hospitality and all that, yep. when we're in that mode, it might look like work to other people, but guess what? That's not yeah. their gift. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then when your gift is appreciated. Yes. Not ignored. <laughs> We're getting down to some some stuff here. It's getting personal. Yeah. I just got a text from Emily that she sent to Kenny and I. Yeah. Did either of you get Pat a blank bo- blank for Christmas? <laughs> I'm blanking it out in case they... Yeah. See, it's all about the gifts. Yep. Everyone's thinking gifts. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. um, bottom line, I think it's going to lower your stress. That's why I said we're going to encourage you to lower the stress around gift giving. It's going to lower it way down if you just ask people what they want. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Yeah. And don't be afraid to tell others when they say, what do you want? Just tell them. Yeah. All right. All Anything right. else? Uh, no, I think All right. we're good. Well, the call to action then is just ask. Just ask. ask and listen. Yeah. And and tell. Mm-hmm. Ask what, what the ones on your list, ask what they want, listen, you know, and then put a little spin on it and tell others, you know, especially if you're married. Mm-hmm. Please, let's just stop thinking that our husbands can read, read our, our minds. minds. They oh, cannot. No, I know. And they're, you know, they're males. They're not totally wired that way. No. So, so don't, 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 yeah. don't give them the benefit of that right. doubt. If you ask and you shall receive. Okay. So we have James uh, one seventeen yeah, is our scripture. I love this. It's so fitting. It really is. And I had forgotten to call it up. It says every good gift, gift. and Every perfect gift is from above Mm. and cometh down. This is the King James Version. Cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Yeah. Basically means it's all a gift. It's all from God. Yeah. And then we also have John 3.16. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a very familiar passage. We all know that one. Mm Mm-hmm. Go For ahead. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son. That's right. That whoever should believe it in oh, yes. him should not perish Oops. but have everlasting life. <laughs> Catherine didn't have it up. <laughs> well, friends, um, happy gift giving yeah, and gift just, receiving. That's right. Just enjoy. Yeah. I mean, keep your focus on the lamb. That's right. Jesus, the reason for this season. Just Tell keep Catherine. Oh, my gosh. I sort of. What? Oh. <laughs> what? Gosh, what? You sort of what? <laughs> just talk. I just don't know why it came in my head about the elevator situation <laughs> when it went out last night. <laughs> oh, man, was that funny. We had a really good laugh, folks, last night. We went to a play. <laughs> it was downtown Chicago. Uh, yes. Tracy has claustrophobia, and we had this itty-bitty elevator we had to get into. It was like... And- um, one fourth of the size of a normal elevator. Yeah, I would agree. Yes. In fact, yes. Okay, it, it was, was in a parking garage. Yeah, which let's is already just creepy. T- let's just say it. Okay, we're gonna. Okay, we're we're we, gonna go there. Yeah, we're going there. <laughs> sorry. We're going there. Oh no, no. This was in a parking garage in the city of Chicago. Yeah. And it was a nice, nice, um, nice night, mm-hmm. whatever, nice and mild, not cold and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, we had to park on the seventh floor 
of this garage and then walk to the elevator. Mm -hmm. And there were two people in front of us. Well, guess what? They got on the elevator and then the four of us looked in there and went, oh, Oh, hell no. Right. (laughs) Right. And then we kind of mumbled, he's got claustrophobia. No, it's not going to work. Yeah. And we just said, oh, we'll take the next one. Mm -hmm. And so they left and then we hit the button again. Now the four of us get in there and this other guy whips around the corner and parks his car. And I'm standing there going, hurry, and press the button, and let's go. you're in the back corner of, of the elevator, and you're kind of like forcing your way through past Ron to get the button pressed to close the doors. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because and I know what's going to happen. Yeah. The guy is going to... He's c- going to come in, and I'm going to have a panic attack. Yeah. And it went, well, it was already happening. You were already having it. it. I was. I know. <laughs> it was scary. And so I'm trying to to avoid this panic situation. And this man, I, I said something like, oh, sorry, we're full like that. Uh, it was more like, we're full. You can't come in. <laughs> That's what it was. In your mind, you think you say, I'm sorry. But no, no, it wasn't like that. It's we're full. You can't come in. <laughs> Okay, now I'm already, I'm tense from the car ride because my husband drives in a way that I wouldn't. So I'm like, (laughs) I'm all clenched up. Then Tracy says, you can't come in. And then uh, I think then Kenny said she, she gets... He, and this man's yes. already coming in. And yes. he's, he's saying something like, no, I can come in. There's room. And then my husband says she gets, um, she doesn't like overcrowded things right. or whatever. He didn't say you have claustrophobia, but he said that. And then you start like charging toward him <laughs> from the back of the elevator like you're going to push him. And then um, you say, no, there isn't. Yeah. There's not room. And then he says something else. And then, oh, he says it's a public elevator. Yeah. And then you say, maybe you're a public <laughs> elevator. And I was like, oh, my God. And I am like, I dummy up like a clam. And then Ron, wait, I don't even wait, know if I'm going to say what Ron wait, said. Wait, by this time, the doors are now shutting. Oh, yeah, they're shut. And, shutting, yeah. yeah. And we're all in this elevator together. And we've oh, got to go down now. I wanted to die. <laughs> and he said it's a public elevator and i said maybe you're You're a public public elevator and i thought what is happening and then ron goes nice park john (laughs) and i nudged ron like he was my husband like tell me up nice park job like he's like i'm a man like i'm a man and i'm gonna criticize your parking ability and i felt like it was ron's way of defending you yes and then i'm like what's happening to my friends in my house my and then kenny he tells us later that he wanted to push the guy out i'm like what if we saw him at church what would that seriously it was and it was just reactive i know okay so it's your paranoia that kicked in i i know it it was the phobia yeah for sure claustrophobia Mm -hmm. okay so there's that and then there's the irrational feeling of i'm going to die yeah i am literally going to die and this man doesn't care and then the words just come out yeah maybe you're a public elevator (laughs) I've been in situations somewhat similar, but I don't, 
Yeah, where I've done things I would never normally do. Like my thing is flying. Yeah. And so I have like grabbed hold of the steward before the flight yeah, attendant. Yeah. Like, you know, like, help me. <laughs> you know, I've done that. Well, and then the funny thing was we were going to a play. and Oh, it, a Christian one too. Yeah, well, it was the uh, Christmas uh, with C.S. Lewis. With C.S. Lewis, okay. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really realize at first that it was just a one-man play. You know, it was right. just one actor. But yeah. so we we get to the play after all this plays out. And we were laughing so hard we were crying. Yeah. Because oh. not, I mean, um, kind of in an embarrassed, like, oh, my gosh, I well, can't believe. It was, it was shocking. It was like, did that just happen? Right. What like, phenomenon who are we? just happened? <laughs> yeah. And then we sit down and we had front and center oh seats, gosh, front yes. row, center of the theater. Yep. And out comes this older man he's 81 yeah mm-hmm. and i nudged Catherine. i said oh gosh it would have been hilarious if that was <laughs> that the was guy him. in the elevator oh my word i would have died yeah and he if he looked at us and said you know <laughs> maybe you're a public elevator <laughs> yeah oh, oh people imagine? i repent of my sin of just being an idiot oh i repent too for just, being with her oh, we're just trying to put one foot in front of the other <laughs> birds of a feather flock together oh my gosh it's horrible (laughs) all right well now you know oh man well you've been listening to the life happens laugh anyway podcast i'm still comedian tracy degraff i'm still Catherine. see you next time bye-bye